Hi, I'm Sean. And I'm John. And welcome to The Reference, a podcast where two gay aging millennials discuss all things pop. We're not celebrities. And we're not famous drag queens. We're just us. Two kids from California raised in the 80s and 90s. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, a fan favorite, definitely a favorite show of mine and Sean's. Wouldn't you agree, yeah. Sean? I agree. And, you know, this was prompted because, you know, as we do, we were discussing the most recent episode via text Mm -hmm. and um, got us thinking about just our history with the show and our history with seeing drag queens in general. Our history with drag. Yeah, Yeah, this is not a drag queen history. We we know. (laughs) We know. However, our history with drag is just as educational. Yeah. Fun. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you a, I mean, we didn't do drag. <laughs> we were just watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have, I, you've, you've, you've done For Halloween. Drag. You've For Halloween. done some drag. <laughs> I played Frenchie. <laughs> and I, I played her. I didn't play her. I, <laughs> I was her for Halloween one year. I, I looked good. Frenchie. <laughs> uh, yeah. For more than one time, you've been Frenchie. Have I? That, I was drunk. I don't remember. Yeah, there was the one at the the original Frenchie at the house party, and then we went to a party at a, a hotel in Anaheim near Disneyland <gasps> once. Oh yes, and you dressed up as Frenchie again because I have a picture of you getting out of the like getting out of the car as Frenchie. <laughs> pink, pink, pink ladies jacket and all. <laughs> Where did you get that? Uh, it was a gift. I um, oh. got it. From, <laughs> I got it from um, Joseph, who I worked with at Disney, and he just had an extra Frenchie costume in the package. Oh. And he's like, "You should wear this for." We were doing. I think, <laughs> I think we were doing a Halloween like after hours event for employees, cast members. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, so you've been just, Frenchie more than twice. <laughs> I don't think I wore it though. I think he gave it to me, and it oh. sat. And I remember like discovering it, being like. Oh yeah, I forgot I had this. And the Someone rest just was like, "I have an extra Frenchie costume." I think John <laughs> would like this. <laughs> like, you know, I've been a Frenchie I've been costume. What, what do I Not do even with this like, old Frenchie costume? You know who'd like this? John Dempsey. <laughs> he has like all these like gal pals, but he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna give it to John." <laughs> He's going to do this justice. And history was made. Thank God it was, it was. that he gave it to you so that we could experience. What is that? That costume is long gone, I'm sure. Oh, there are bits and pieces of it around the apartment <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> no, it's still around. It's still around. Just folded and creased. You know, I don't get rid of anything. Oh, right. <laughs> Frenchie lives. I know. She'll, I'll revive her. But, you know, I mean, I loved watching drag queens. I've always, like, mm-hmm. fantasized about... Mm. doing a drag show in the sense oh. of like lip syncing and doing like that. I mean, you know, I love lip syncing, but I mean, I just love having a mustache too much. Right. I don't want to have to deal with all that. And I don't yeah. really like into the life of a performer performing right. for tips at a it's gay a, bar. It's a lot. Yeah. What I gather, I mean, especially during quarantine, I've been watching a lot of drag queens on YouTube, especially, you know, Trixie, that there is a lot that goes into making yourself in you know a drag celebrity oh yeah and it's a lot of night working at night working late at night 
You have to have a drive that I just don't have. Right. I mean, (laughs) what? You've also got to know how to do makeup. I well, that's true. Yeah, neither do I. Um, yeah, because as Frenchie, you never, you didn't, you didn't do face for Frenchie, did you? I I mean, I just put like maybe some like somebody, somebody, uh, either Jessica for the Halloween at at Anaheim or Anna Lynn at the (laughs) house party. Someone put some like basic eyeshadow on but that was about it i was not trixie mattel I right was. no <laughs> full-on like two hours of makeup yeah. no it was like a light lip some blush um, i made it hey i yeah i don't i'm not a pretty lady i'm not i i took a makeup class in college as mm. was required for my theater degree and we had to do opposite sex and <laughs> I tried, and they had because uh, they had a wig room, so we got a wig, and the uh, professor, her name was Barbara. She we put the wig on, and she went, no, <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of my drag career, done before it started. She was like, Mm-mm, no, no, and I was like, my, uh, you could hear my heart breaking. I was like, well, I just I picture you. In the montage from Mrs. Doubtfire when they put the Barbara, the Barbara <laughs> yeah. wig on. That's what it looked like. Because it was like a vanity mirror because it was in the makeup room at the school, like below the theater. So it was a vanity mirror with all the light bulbs all around the mirror. There was like me. And then I think my friend Michelle was like sitting next to me. And then Barbara Matthews like behind me above, you know, in the mirror. So it was all of us staring forward. Right after they put this like big, like curly blonde wig, and she was like, "Nope," and she just took the, she snatched it right off my head, like was insulted after she saw the face, and I was like, "I'm so sorry." It was my first time. I don't know. Well, I mean, but not everybody's I, got I, the I, face for it. I mean, I'm not a, I've got, I'm not a feminine face either. I mean, yeah, I was able I mean, to play a character. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can contour and paint and manipulate the face to do that but that's a lot i know but you're very artsy but like speaking of drag race like one of the things that they do on the show is many times they'll do the transformation challenge right. and it's like that one year they had like the straight like fiancés mm-hmm. and i think i don't know who it was i think it might have been oh god who's the one that um Alyssa... Alyssa's always in a fight with her nemesis. Alyssa. From... Who? JJ? <laughs> no. Back rolls? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about, no, what her like nemesis from Vegas, the one that she had the whole uh, Coco Montrees. Coco Montrees. She yes. had that guy and she did his face and it he looked like Greta Gremlin, remember? Oh. <laughs> right. I mean, like... I love that's the go-to because <laughs> I was just reading Facebook. I was just reading Facebook, and I was reading this like comment back and forth. And for any like bad drag queen, Greta Gremlin is like the go-to <laughs> to be like they look like that lady Gremlin. Like that's like the low bar. Poor her. She's probably like, what? She was pretty. Um... <laughs> poor her. Poor who? Greta Gremlin's not real. Yeah, Greta. She was just trying to working it she well she's working in the movie <laughs> she gets married at the end well we, we assume, assume. <laughs> face to black she had those big calves from wearing them heels it's very i mean 
who designed that that was like oh yeah you know well, they said listen we got we got to have a drag queen uh gremlin we got to have mm-hmm. a girl gremlin yeah. and she up. looked kind of like it was like this weird goldie goldie Hawn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh we're getting off track yeah um but yeah i mean thinking yeah. about like dragon movies but- too like i think i always think of the birdcage and you think about how Dolly Levi, who is a drag queen right. that we, you know, used to see and still hopefully we'll see when things come back, who was in the background mm-hmm. of the birdcage. Classically trained. And it's funny because they had the real drag queens, but then when Nathan Lane appears in drag, it's very half-assed. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, but that's him. Like, but they that's... didn't try to do it it was just him in a wig and yeah this like, wasn't paris is burning they weren't trying to like show a uh, documentary on the real right. lives of but he was queens. so like famous they were like oh it's him it's him you know and i was like well he just looked like but i mean he looked like what i just always assume like 70s and 80s like vegas female impersonator right like where it's just very much a man who's dressed up as i mean woman. Gene Hackman at the end looked more like a woman <laughs> than Nathan Lane at the end. Arthur. In dra- he looked like B. Arthur, that wig. <laughs> that is my favorite. What is he? <laughs> we what is are what family. Whatever he says. <laughs> to himself. I will watch that movie whenever it's on. I can't I can't turn it off. It's on YouTube it. for free. The Schneck and Beckons. The Schneck and Beckons, yep. Um <laughs> But drag queens, drag shows. What was the first drag show you ever went to? Ever went to? Ever oh, went to. I don't think I ever asked you be, that question. I think it was Ripples. It had to be Ripples because, oh, no. No, that's a lie. I, <laughs> that is a lie. That's a lie. I used to go to Drag 66, which was, like, in L.A. Old, like, long time ago. I think it was called Drag 66. It was this old, like... Drag queens. Oh my god. I don't know because I never drove. <laughs> I'm sure you could look it up. But like, you know, Mama would perform mm-hmm. there. Do you remember Mama? It was yeah. like in those days. So it was like the early 2000s. I went to one at when it was Ultra Suede before they ripped it down. Yeah. But I went to a, a performance at Ultra Suede once a long time ago. Mama's performing there and RuPaul was there in the back <gasps> out of drag just watching the show. Like uh, that was like a remember. Time. What the person I was with was like, turn around, RuPaul is here. And I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> and like even then, and especially even at a gay club, you know, RuPaul was famous. Not yeah. like she is now, but like, no, I mean, no, but she, still, you know, like, was in movies and stuff. Like, and out of, and, and it was at a time that you didn't really ever see RuPaul out of drag right. as much as, you know, he is now. So it was very like, Huh? You know, it was just tall, bald guy, you know, in the corner, like, watching. And I was like, is that, you know, trying to mentally put on that blonde wig? Because, <laughs> I mean, RuPaul was, like, big. I remember, like, gr- like in high school, you know, my mom loved RuPaul. We loved the song. We loved, you know. Yeah, and pretty much movies. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, I think the first one was maybe like along that time. And then when I started going to Ripples to see the Dream Girls review every, I want to say Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday night. Um, I think it was Thursday nights for Ripples and Fridays yeah. at 
Because I remember there was like a back to back thing. But yeah, it could have been Wednesdays. Who knows? Or like hamburger berries or something, right? Yeah. So I never went to the one because we liked Ripples because we knew the bartenders. Me and my friend Jen from college would go maybe every week because it was, you know, we were college students. We had nothing to do at night. So we used to go every Thursday. We got to know the bartenders a lot. Um, we got to know, I mean, we didn't really get to know some of the queens. I think they just saw us there. Yeah. All the time. But, you know, you had your favorites. I mean, this is when, like, Chad Michaels was performing at the time, mm-hmm. you know. And that's when I first, you know, we loved Chad Michaels because he would always do share. That was, like, his third His third number was, like, always share. I think they would do three or four numbers. Three numbers? Three or four. Yeah. Each, yeah. And then... Sometimes LaDonna... you're like, all right, is this over? <laughs> <laughs> no. How many more? And then, like, LaDonna Monroe... She would do Reba and she yeah. would do Celine and, you know, and we got to know that, you know, he was a, like a teacher by day and drag queen by night. What a story. Could you imagine <laughs> if one of your high school teachers or I don't know what grade he taught, but one of your teachers was a drag queen. Oh, we didn't have well, that. Well, that's one thing I loved about Ripples was that, you know, Ripples had that patio in the back. Mm-hmm. And if you, for people who do not know what we're talking about, it's in Long Beach and it was, you know right on the water and it was two stories and the drag show was upstairs and then the back door to their dressing room went down a flight of stairs down to the patio where everybody was smoking and so you know anytime we'd be out smoking which was often Mm -hmm. um and after the show they would come down and like dolly levi would talk to us i know Mm -hmm. i mean i remember talking to i had like three or four different conversations with dolly levi drunk obviously i'm not like having like intellectual but like just so nice to, like, stop and talk and just, like, I don't know. I was starstruck, even though it's so stupid. It's just, like, <laughs> drag queen, but, right, you know, I you know. Revered, revered them so much. Because you were. It's, like, in awe of that life and just being so, I don't know, irreverent. And just right. so, like... I know. Because I was trying to think when my first show was. And, because, I mean, I'm asking, I'm assuming you never went to anything when you were still up in San Jose. No. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No. No, it all happened after I left San yeah. Jose for college, and then, yeah. boom. Because yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I must have been like Joni mm-hmm. took me, um, but I believe the first show that I ever saw was also at Ripples. Okay. Yeah. Um. Did they ever but do it I at also Oz saw or anything? Yeah, I saw him at Oz, mm-hmm. but I only saw a drag show at Oz like a couple times, mm-hmm. um, and then. That Hamburger Mary, the old Hamburger Marys on Broadway and Alamitos. That's the other place where we used to see drag queens. Yeah. And then we went, uh, we saw drag queens at um, Boom Boom Room, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> sure. Trying to think all the venues. <laughs> I've been to, there was a short lived Hamburger Mary's Newport Beach that I saw. Oh, um, yeah. We Michael's went, at. Yeah. I, we, um, yeah, we went to that one. Yeah. And that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was a really nice, like, restaurant. Like, yeah. huge, big venue. And then they it did the same thing like in Ontario. Mm-hmm. I think there's still one in Ontario. I don't know. But anyway. But yeah, I mean, I think we're just so lucky to have have been around and, like, grew mm-hmm. up in an area, or at least in our early 20s, where we could go to drag shows easily. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was not hard to find one. Yeah. Because, I mean, even, like, Delta would perform in long beach. So Delta I got to, work, you know, yeah. I knew Delta and Chad Michaels and to see them on the show, it made it, you know, so much more 
of well, a yeah, thing. Because I mean, you were like, I know these people. Well, I don't know them, but I mean, I've seen them in person. You know, I've been... In the same room with them. Yeah. In this, yeah. Yeah. And it's like... It's very exciting. When it first started in 2009, I think is the first season of Drag Race. I didn't know anybody on that first season. But the second season is when um, Raven was on it. Mm-hmm. And I knew who Raven was, um, but I had never, like... I could seen her Oz like once, I think, because that, she mm-hmm. was more of a Riverside, like out there kind of a um, performer. And mm-hmm. then season three was when Delta was on it, right? Or was Delta season two? I can't remember. Delta was uh, season three yeah. because she was one of the Heathers. Yes. And that was when, her, uh, Raja, and. Raja one, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So she was season three. Um, and then Chad Michaels was like, was he season? Chad was... Michaels was season four, but he won All-Stars 1. All-Stars 1. Yeah. And then remember, I used to work with Willem. Yeah. Uh, for Gay Days at Disneyland years ago, before he became the queen that he is today. But, <laughs> I, you know, I knew him i worked alongside of him organizing and helping out with gay days at disneyland (laughs) well that's what's you know just interesting about you know the gay community in general especially during that time like Mm -hmm. early 2000s yeah it was in like southern california there's millions of people around but it's a very small world in the Mm -hmm. gay community like always somebody knew somebody or someone had slept with somebody or somebody was like that's pretty much yeah i mean that's (laughs) but it's just interesting like like you said to see him but yeah, so um, let's talk about Drag Race. Let's talk about uh, our favorite our favorite queens. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's so funny. It's so... I, don't, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things because I feel like it's... Um, like when I used to watch America's Next Top Model and when yeah. I was the same age as yeah. the people competing, it was a yeah. different show. And then yeah. as you start to get older then the people competing you're like oh my god <laughs> you know there's that difference and i feel like that it's like the queens that i used to go watch when i was in college were like the early seasons and now these new queens are so you know it's a different it's a whole different thing with these queens now and i think it's reflected you know uh i mean you know before it was you know camp and and judy and you know judy garland and yes and betty davis and mommy dearest and you know they're still you know the writers for these things are still trying to incorporate those old camp ideas you know but and like i said yesterday where you know in this last episode that we had just watched where michelle visage said she said something about a classic betty davis line and i'm like but these queens, I, you know, don't I don't know. know if they if they subscribe to that same idea of camp because I think it has evolved and those things are not as, you know, it's very, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. I mean, they're doing like housewives are now camp, you know, like right. the real housewives, like that's their camp and that's their that's what they're focused on now and and maybe they've heard these lines before but i don't think it's like studied and maybe it's the sh- it's the show and rupaul trying to be like 
no, no, you're no, your history camp. We're going to keep doing this. So, you know, but, you know, I, I went and saw, you know, and there's a difference in, in, in their, you know, style as well, because I went and saw Bianca Del Rio recently before COVID, um, at a, a you know, she did a, a show at the Ace Theater and it was very old kind of shocking yeah. uh comedy, you know, that old style of drag queen comedy where it's dirty, you know, very, you know, saying things for shock value, uh, you know, yeah. that kind of style, very you know, crass. that lady yeah, that lady bunny style that you know, and to me, I mean, she is one of the, you know, she would be in the like the the category of like older campy queen. Whereas these new ones are more kind of about the body, kind of about the illusion, kind of, you know, the clothes. Or less about they're like beyond. Right. <laughs> right. But like I've been saying, like I've been watching a lot of Trixie and she's you know, she does kind of have those kind of uh kind of the kind of the dirty jokes but it's not all about that like she's yeah. still she's a she's good very, bridge yeah she's a, she's good, a bridge. good bridge yeah. she has qualities of that like you can tell but she's also very knowledgeable about stuff now because you yes know, she's only in her you know 31 or something which i makes me feel really old I but <laughs> but 31. you know but she has like an old soul but it's not that that's I you know what I mean I know what you mean but yeah I mean I think a lot of these especially this season I mean some of these queens were born like in the late 90s early 2000s you know what I mean like I mean they don't like they just don't know all that stuff and 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 they still they still have time too they're not Mm -hmm. like they can get there, but I mean, it's not used in common slang like it was. I mean, right. thinking about the queens of like the seventies and eighties, like yeah, they were quoting "Mommy Dearest" all the time because it mm-hmm. just came out, and like they were like, right, they were in love with Faye Dunaway playing Joan Crawford, two like over the top women, and it was like topical, and mm-hmm. like and it lived on and stretched on, but it's like it's old, it's not in common conversation. So, like you said, it's hard for them to expect these younger gays to know it. And and also to like, I think it's a little presumptuous to be like, well, you know, you, you ought to learn this history. It's like, well, right. I mean, you can, if you're into old movies, mm-hmm. but if you're not into old movies, it's not like, what does it matter? Right. I don't understand. Like, I, I, I think that it's, they like, like all humans do. I'm going to get a little philosophical is they just start to create a box. Mm-hmm. And it's like a very time sensitive box where it's like gay means things that were funny from the end of the sixties to like right. early nineties. And that's it. It's like, no, come on. I know. And I'm like, I don't see a lot of these older Queens really like sitting down to watch these old movies, especially when there's so much out there's there new movies. now. <laughs> yeah. There's, <laughs> there's new, new movies. stuff to quote. There's yeah. There's new camp. There's new, you know, and you know, social, like they're really trying to, you know, carve out their brand in a way that's that's different than the older queens had it you know like they don't have to rely on those old jokes anymore and those old quotes and 
and I, I don't think audiences would respond in the same way unless it's to like an you know especially older audience yeah i mean i would get it but (laughs) i'm trying to think the last drag show i went to which was one of the worst i've ever been to it was in seattle (laughs) and it was like it was with caitlin um and it was a very like theater-esque like you bought tickets and you had seats and like you went even though it was in a restaurant but it was very like annoying but it was just all celebrity impersonations like it wasn't Mm -hmm. it was a very much like we are gonna do this we're not gonna be we're not gonna talk to you much Mm. we're just you know what i mean like and when they did they talked very much like a theater crowd would talk to like patrons of a theater using people's names that we don't know and like talking about (laughs) people we don't know and like very much like we are i am not in on this group (laughs) like i don't know right um so, I mean, that's that's the only last thing I can compare it to. I'm trying to think. I think the last thing I saw locally was a Hamburger Mary's, like, brunch one. And, yeah, I mean, they're crass, but they're mostly just defending themselves against the audience at this point. Right. Like, they're right. not... They're not like, oh, I, you know, I right. had a man last night and boy, did he have two big ones. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. <laughs> it's more right. of like, oh, great. The drunk, uh, like, right. newly, well, like honeymoon, or not honeymoon, the bachelorette parties here. Right. Because that, you know, drag race is so popular that the audiences now aren't just gay men. Yeah, they're not dirty Who would gay respond yeah. to, you know, Judy quotes and stuff like that. It is now everybody coming to see what they see on the show and that's like a lip sync and you know you know the shade being thrown yeah, and they, you know that's what we want to yeah. see you know yeah. snap 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 you know we want to see that kind of read me read me yeah they want to be read <laughs> and they don't you know and so i think those old kind of vaudeville kind of like crassy jokes and like the you know stuff like that is is kind of fading away and it's more you know because it's so they're they're not just talking to a certain audience now it's everyone has to be included in it and but they hate those bachelorette parties. i do too if you, if you listen they're just like no because it's you know they don't i mean as gay men watching we have a respect for drag queens where we're like mm-hmm, you know this is their yeah. thing we're gonna let them do it we're gonna cheer them on we're gonna give them the art you know we're gonna tip them we're gonna you know but we're not gonna become we don't we know our place. We're not going to try to involve ourselves in it. Whereas, you know, other people kind of don't other people. They don't, (laughs) they don't, non LGBT. They don't know the etiquette. No, at times. And I think, you know, it can get, and so, yeah, it is a lot of kind of being like speaking out just to have the shade thrown at them and be like, woo, you know like they love it when the you know the queens throw the shade and they're like oh he read me for you know and you know i know but it's just you never can tell like is 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 the is the drag queen joking or is this like you know what i mean like but it's just but it is interesting because like you said what the broader audience the show and the types of shows have changed um and i think the reason that they are so disrespectful of it is because they're coming into a space that they are not used to Mm -hmm. and a space where they feel like 
in their head it's like oh this is liberating this is nothing anything goes here right we can just do anything we want and it's like well no you can be who you want but you can't right. act any way you want like it's like right. very different right. um and so yeah it's like now it's almost like a it's the, it's part of the show to be sassy but it's also a, a crowd control technique <laughs> like, right because it gets a little crazy but anyway we never got to our favorite drag queens so okay so who who are your favorites out of uh, Drag Race? I mean, currently, God, if Trixie got a well, dollar do... for every time I mention her I know, in this podcast, she is, is probably my number one, only because, and I will say, during this quarantine, she has, you know, she has kind of stepped up and have done has you know done this amazing YouTube channel yeah. where every week she does some video and she is just so entertaining. There is something about her delivery and her comfortableness of being alone and doing these things in front of a camera that it's just, it's very entertaining. You know, it's, she's making things in an easy bake oven, but it's so hilarious. Just her inner monologue talking, you know, she has, and I, and I will say that when she, when she was on her original season, I, she was not one of my favorites, you know, mm-hmm. but over time, just because I think she is, there's something about how easy it is for her to talk. And so when she hosts things like the, like the pit stop or something, you know, she is so good at talking and reading a situation and just making it work and just being very smart and quick and all that. Like I can just, I can, I can watch, and I have hours of, <laughs> of tricks and metal. I love her. No, no, um, she's great. I mean, she she talks to you like she like you know her. I mean, and right. it's through a TV, yeah. like when, and it's like for me, I'm especially alone. Like I'm literally alone in my apartment watching another person alone in their apartment. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sure she's got her boyfriend, whatever, right. filming. But like for the doing her thing, like you said, making she did the old Pizza Hut oven, which I loved. Mm-hmm. She's like all these old toys. Like she's just into a, a wide variety of things, and she is just she's fucking smart. Like she's mm-hmm. one of the smartest like people out there. Right. And like you said, like all these people like crying about how things are closed. She has been doing gangbusters during mm-hmm. quarantines. Her and Katya. So that yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree with you. She's also my favorite out of anyone that's been on the show. Yeah. As well. Yeah. But she, take yeah. her out of it. Let's talk about, let's get to the nitty gritty because she's kind of a unicorn. Right. Um, who are your favorites? Oh my God. Top um, three. Top three. Um, I mean, I love Bianca Del Rio because another one that is very, very quick. Um, very, very smart. I like smart, smart people that yeah. can, that can have a, a quick, reply or you know uh bob i love yes. bob the drag queen yeah. i do um especially um after watching and i i don't know if you ever did you ever watch we're here on hbo i watched i know you couldn't yeah i i got to the christian lady and she made me mad so i turned it off yeah <laughs> she changes her tune i know oh, which dude. is me missing the whole point of the yeah. show i'm missing the whole point of right, the show right right it's frustrating but i mean i do that show and because I, I love Shangela too, and Shangela is another one of those who is. I mean, it is, it is because I, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm not a drag performer, and I think of 
in what I always do is I put myself in that situation where I'm like, if I was a drag performer, because they have so much confidence and they're, you know, entering these towns, walking the streets in their drag, no fear, you know, yeah. if they do have fear, they don't let it on, you know? Shangela is herself. When she meets new people, she is like, this is me, blah, blah, blah. She's dancing, you know, and they love it. And it's infectious, you know? And I love that, that they have that quality. And I think that does, it's, you know, part of that charm. You're a winner, baby. You know, it's that thing, that extra thing that they have besides lip syncing and looking good in drag. It is that extra you know thing so i love because that show even made me really like eureka yeah who i was like i don't know eureka but after watching her on that show like they gave her the really tough cases on that yeah. show and she just goes in and she is a you know large woman like tall and you know and she just walks like right into these you know, backwoods people's houses. Because she's just, from the backwoods of Florida. Yeah. I mean, that's the and thing. And she's she just like, talk. hi. Like, she has no, you know, sitting down at the table like, okay. You know, just mm -hmm. not like where I would be like very, because I'm a, you know, I'm one of those read the room people before you talk where I'm like, let me see the situation <laughs> yeah. going on before I open my mouth because I don't under, you know, yeah. I don't know if people are going to get it. So let me just kind of feel it. But it's, you know, she she controls the narrative of the room, you know? So, I mean, but my top three, I think Bob is on, is one of them. I love Bob and I like, you know, he's such a good, good speaker, you know, he's educated, he's smart. And yeah. um, I love Shangela. I do. I think she's so funny and she's, you know, she's got a history. I mean, I listened to like, both of them have been on uh, Nicole Byers. Why wouldn't you date me podcast? Mm hmm. And I've listened to them, and they're just, you know, very funny. Um, but, you know, they have got, you know, a good history behind it. Like, I love to know their history. I love to know drag queen origin, origin stories. How did it oh, start? Yeah. You know, what was it? Because um, they're always so, like, just almost, like you said earlier, like, almost scary sometimes because some of the situations they describe of, like, yeah. you know, trying to get paid or, like, like just going out or like people coming to them after the show and like, you know what I mean? Like try, going to their right. car after, like, you know, it's scary to think about the places mm -hmm. they'll go and perform sometimes. Yeah. Like riding an Ubers and full drag and just being yeah. like, this is, I got to get to my gig, you know, yeah. <laughs> accepting that, like, this is what I have to do to do my thing and survive. And just being in that mindset is, you know, I've, I don't think I've ever been in a situation like that so these people are much much stronger than i am you know so bob shangela and bianca your top three i do i, I, I mean, mean again Trixie the ones is, that i can think a... of right now i have plenty you know yeah i have plenty that i like to see i know it's hard to you know it's just for fun just for fun <laughs> <laughs> you're not hurting their not... feelings shot <laughs> well i'm gonna think about like eight more like oh, as I soon know. as we're done i'm gonna be like oh and, and I mean, I, I have a, you know, a special place in my heart for Chad Michaels because he is one of the first drag queens that I ever, you know, saw on a weekly basis that we were, you know, yeah. that is in my memory. So, you know, I have, I do have a special place. Uh, Alaska. I yeah. absolutely love Alaska because she's another one that's really, I like the comedy queens. 
but I do because I think there there's something about the comedy queens that they are that they have that they're smarter. They're just they, they have that. I don't know. You know, they're know just quicker. Say, they're just yeah. wittier. But yeah, they have. They're they can. You know, it's not about the wig in the clothes. It's about wig and clothes. I mean, there that is a part, but that is that extra. Oomph, or they do know. something with their outfit that's funny in in and of right. itself. Like their, right. their outfits can convey humor as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but like. Alyssa, I love too. I know, I, I know. As you're doing she this, just I'm makes me giggle. I know. I just think of you know all these queens that I'm like, well, yeah. I'd have to say um, they're taking Trixie out of it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Trixie. <laughs> I just, oh no, wait, because she wins the All Star prize, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Chad has to be on the list just because it just I feel like connected to chat right <laughs> like, I you know, know. like, I've, weird, I've spoken, yeah. like I've had a conversation with him smoking right. at ripples you know what mm-hmm. I mean like he, and he's just so talented like he's just a, mm-hmm. and a really nice person like I can mm-hmm. tell just in like the way that he is on his interviews but also the way that like um Delta and Raja talk about him in their podcast mm-hmm. and like memories of him. just such a sweet supportive person Bianca Del Rio is a close second um, mm-hmm. I think she's the funniest one that's been on the show. The third is hard because it's like between Bob, Alaska, and Ginger Minge. Oh. I love Ginger Minge. Like, Ginger I love Minge Ginger is... Minge so much. <laughs> because she's also one that I think is just like, she seems like a good person that's just kind of there. Yeah. And has been probably called a bunch of names and just, I know they all have, but like, her being a short, like, ginger, like, chubby mm-hmm. kid. Like, I guess I also, know, you know, identify with that, being a ginger. Right. Um, I just can, like, her confidence is pretty, Right. I like it, so. Yeah. And she has that kind of, that mm, attitude, you know, where it's not, you know. It's that... not right there, but, I mean, she's, she ain't, she ain't taking no, no shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, we got our... It looks like we got our three top uh, drag queens out. We talked about our first drag shows. Good time to take a little break. And then when we come back, let's talk about, I don't know. We'll talk more about the recent seasons and how it's changed. How about yeah. that? Okay. And we're back. And now we're going to talk about... <laughs> I love playing radio DJ. Like, <laughs> and like Larry back. King, rest in peace. Aww. I can't believe Larry King just passed away. Give you a time of recording. This is uh, January 24th. He re- just passed away. I always He's remember him. Man, but he was still I know. working. But I always, like, it's funny to me because I always think of his very brief cameo in Ghostbusters and you only see his arm <laughs> and he's smoking a cigarette and he's talking about the Ghostbusters. And for some reason, like, that made it so real to me. Uh-huh. Like I don't know why. <laughs> it's just tangent we're going on, but like this like it made it more plausible to me that this could actually be happening in New York. Right. Oh, yeah. was... <laughs> and Casey Kasem. And Casey that. Kasem. Countdown. And dance with the ladies after <laughs> yes. and a, pud- a pesky poultry guys. <laughs> pesky poultry guys. <laughs> And then she laughs. I can I picture that whole montage. Oh, I love right that now. montage. I love that montage. Where she says oh. that they dance with the ladies at the night, and she goes, "Yeah, 
Because <laughs> she's listening and like making dinner or whatever she's doing. I don't know how she's making dinner after Zool was in her kitchen. Uh, she's fine. <laughs> we'll yeah, save that for another <laughs> Ghostbusters podcast. Yeah, speaking of drag queens, Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Not a drag queen. Not a drag queen. But yeah, I mean, when when, when drag queen first started, it definitely was very top model. Um, mm-hmm. Very, like, took itself seriously, I think. Well, more seriously. I don't think it ever takes itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, you could tell they were really trying to pilot this, especially the first season with the, right. with the matte, like, glossy camera. And, oh like... and it was, like, have you ever watched, like, a behind-the-scenes where it was, like, card tables with, like, no. tablecloths thrown out? Oh, my God. Where I think, or maybe that was Top Model. I forget. It was one of them. <laughs> they had hum- they had humble beginnings. We'll just say that. Right. It was, yeah. I mean, how many contestants? It was only like eight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was first? short. It was, oh, yeah. Not a lot. I mean, it was just a, a tester. Will people respond? Boy, howdy, did they. In that first season, of course, one of my favorite infamous queens, which is, and um, what's her name? I, I'm Flowers. so bad. No, not Nina Flowers. <laughs> it looks, she's the one that looks like Kirstie Alley. <laughs> it looks like who? Kirstie Alley. Oh, oh uh, uh, <laughs> what's wrong with from us? Ba- I Chanel. Know. Chanel, God, we're old. That's what's wrong with us. Um, yeah, Chanel, who came back for All Stars. Uh huh. But yeah, and then season two, you know, was really the actual like real legit first right. season with the amount of contestants and Tyra Sanchez. Oh, why are you talking? Why are you talking? And you could be. <laughs> Is that the GGB? Yeah, Raven yeah, and GGB. And Untuck so start, started. Did Untuck start? Oh, yeah, it yeah. did. That was good. Because that's when they had, like, the Interior Illusions Lounge and the yes. Gold Room. <laughs> I always remember that shot where it's like, GGB was talking shit on somebody and they came in the room and it's just her adjusting her earring and she's like, ooh, <laughs> you know? I think we, like, rewound that, like, eight times and we were like, <laughs> like you know, how we used to do. Um, I mean, that's, yeah. That's when it really took off. I mean, and it was, you know, but like, when do you think there was like a change in the, what do you think it was a gradual change in the style of Queen? And now we have younger. I think, I think it was, I think season seven was the last traditional season. And that was mm-hmm. Trixie's season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, it, I think that's when they got the new set. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, at, at some point in the middle, there was like, a new workroom. It looked basically the same, but it was clearly bigger. And then, right. um, yeah. And then it just, like you said, the types of, of drag queens were more Instagram queens, which was a new thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, drag queens who basically do mostly Instagram photos as a way to mm-hmm. make a living. Like, in fact, there was a couple who had never even performed on stage. Oh my God. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's been so many now. I'm so like, many. Wow. What season were you on? 14? 13? 13. 13. But like, how how many for how many all stars have there been? Five. 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 Wow. There was Chad Michaels, the first one. Mm-hmm. Second Alaska. one was Alaska. The Trixie. third one was Trixie. The fourth one was the tie. The tie of um, Monet and. Yeah. Trinity, the uh, Trinity, who I love Trinity too, and I love Monet Exchange, and oh, All Stars Five was 
uh, uh, it was just recently. Right. What's her name? No. <laughs> we failed. <laughs> oh my god. We failed. Who was All Star? Was there an All Stars five? Yes. It was just um, what's her name? She lost the year. I hate us. <laughs> I'm going on my phone this, right now. This, oh, uh, yeah. Edit this Shea out. Shay I hate us. Shay Coulee. <laughs> She's the one that won. Shay Coulee. Yes, she won. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shay Coulee. <laughs> but Ms. Cracker was on that season too. I thought. Right, and Juju B. I thought it was yeah. going to be Juju B's year. I was like, this is it. Third time do it but nope she well because came to, but came you know in. she's an interesting test case because she is an old type of queen competing mm-hmm. on all-stars five third time she's been on the show but like mm-hmm. like you said the the vibe and the whole like what the queens are doing is different it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. she wasn't good on that season but i don't think she was ever gonna win who juju b I don't know. You didn't think she, I mean, she had a good chance. Other, you know, other queens have returned for a third time and they didn't do as great. It just seemed like, I don't know, they got tired or it was a different situation. But for Jujubee, I think she was like ready and prepared. And she, you know, she, there's something about Jujubee that you just, she, you know, she's so good. She's so funny. I know. I just feel like I wonder with her and like Shangela, like I wonder if the plan was never to ever have them win. I mean, because right. even even if she had won, it just, I know maybe I, it's like Shangela got way. screwed over she, by that rule that they never brought back where they let the kicked off queens decide who was the top two. Yeah. And they picked Kennedy over Shangela and that was the face crack like that is you know lives on in memes poor thing but that was so messed up because Shangela was so great and had had she not been voted out would she have beat Trixie I don't know Mystery. yeah I don't know I don't know either it would have been very close because you know and if what's her name didn't eliminate herself Oh, Ben, Ben de la Creme. Ben de la Creme. Did you watch the Ben de la Creme and Chicks <laughs> Monsoon Christmas special? No, I did not. Hmm. And that was another... <laughs> it was fun. There were fun elements, but it, it, it felt very on-stage act. Yeah. And I think translation to... Uh, TV, it was very different, but it was full of those kind of dirty jokes that it's fine if you like that, you know, but yeah, I but like a smarter kind of comedy. I, I don't also, know. I don't like dirty jokes from drag queens who I don't feel are sexual because there are certain <laughs> drag queens who aren't sexual, but Ben De La Creme is one who's not a sexual drag queen. Yeah. He's well, not serving mostly, you sexy. It was either mostly is Jinx. Jinx. Right. But either is, um, I don't want to hear Jinx talk about sex either. Like there's certain drag queens who you just are like, <laughs> you know, you're like a social like commentary thing. I like what you're doing, but I don't want to 
envision you having sex. <laughs> they don't need you to talk <laughs> about it. You can't say that. <laughs> they have to. They're sexual beings. I get it. But do you feel, and I mean, we need to... We need a drag queen guest to ask. But do you feel that it is expected of drag? Because, you know, like, here's the, you know, drag queens, I mean, years ago had a presence. And in their drag, they felt like they could get away with a lot. And I meant, and I mean, like, with people. I remember drag queens touching me inappropriately. Oh, yeah. And we all laughed because they were drag queens. And it was, you know, <laughs> Today, can they still do that? Or is that something that's like, hmm? you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Because I remember drag queens coming up to me, like, putting their hands down my pants. And I'm like, oh, and that's, oh, we're in drag, you know? And it's like, if they were out of drag and they did that, I'd be like, what the, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it gave them that kind of. There. <laughs> but, you know, and at the time, we were like, ah, it was funny, you know? But. But I mean, again, but, but again, that was a time when we were going to gay, gay clubs yeah. that were mostly filled with other gay men, mm -hmm. you know? And so like, if you weren't getting touched by a drag queen, you're getting touched by somebody on the dance floor or something. I mean, you were, everyone was close. It was just, it wasn't the same thing. Now today, you know, at 10 a.m. at a bachelor party brunch, I don't think, you know, you want <laughs> Dolly right. Levi's sugar powder hand down your dad's pants. <laughs> um, you know, but again, drag has changed. And again, I think the show has evolved in that way, too. It's not nearly as mean as it used to be. Mm. I mean, they still have the shade, but they always make it a point to, like, it's not, like, vicious. Like, I feel like, mm -hmm. I feel like the fights between like shared needles and fifi o'hara i mean that was like they were right. biting yeah like, yeah and i just don't feel like it gets to that point anymore i mean we i mean on season 13 which is airing now we the first you know two to three episodes with those queens they were all very lovey-dovey these are my sisters, you know, yay, yay, yeah. yay. You know, it was, it's weird to see. Cause then you're like, well, now they're going to mind. And now here's the drama because we brought this person back who let's face it. They voted that one Elliot with two T's out. She was never going to be off the show. No. Whoever they would have voted out would have got that position. Don't act like, Oh, well, there's still something we want. It would have been anybody like right. RuPaul's not that mean to be like, Hey, yeah. 20 minutes onto a program and we're going to send you home. Like if they didn't bring them home, then they would have been on the next, you know, like right. it was for drama and we were all like, but I never for a moment believed that she was going to go home. I was like, no, like they were going to do this and kind of create the stir. But I liked, I mean, it was a weird, the first episode with all the lip syncs, I was like, this is very long. Yeah. But the next two episodes, I feel like I know all of... Because, you know, when yeah. the first episode, when they have all 13 in the room, you're like, I don't know anybody. Tick them off. Like, just get rid of them so we can get it. But it felt like two episodes where they were down to those six and you got to know everybody. And so now when I see, you know, them all together and I see the runway, I know I can, you know, yeah, look at everybody and be like, oh, this. Yeah, it was very smart. That first episode with all the lip syncs, I was like, I can't because it just it went on for a while, and yeah, I mean, I mean, they, I, yeah, 
it, it's it's hard to try to get like you said get to know them and form an opinion about them yeah i mean in such a short time and like you know shangela's that's why she got brought back there's somebody mm-hmm. that went home after just one episode they're like no we need to see more so i mean that's definitely a change i mean i don't know i i don't know i i, I don't know if i want it to be meaner or yes, if, right. you know what i mean like i think it's i think it's fine i just think it's i don't know maybe it's just changing norms what i was going to say earlier though about like the sex thing though What's interesting about like the the talk, like the sexual innuendo, and talking about mm-hmm. like, oh, what did you do with you know last night with some broad, whatever, or some guy broad? Um, but now we have <laughs> what I know, did you do with some broad? Some broad, you know, some guy. Um, I was trying to think of crass blue humor when I was like last night, right? You know, whatever. Right. Um, it's a lot of it's a lot. I'm gonna say it. It's a lot of shitting on dick dro- jokes. It's a it's yeah. too much. It's, gross. it's just like, I don't want to hear that joke over and over because it's... But eh. exactly that. So now we have our first, like, trans drag performer. Like, mm-hmm. that is a whole mm-hmm. different type of drag. And I'm actually really enjoying Got Mick. Mm-hmm. Me um, too. But Got Mick's not going to perform and talk about that same type of humor because that's not mm-hmm. the same experience. So I'm just I'm saying it's like changing as to what... Like does drag like you to your earlier question? We need to have a drag queen on here to ask. Do you need? Is it assumed you're going to be sexual? Right. Like, is it like, or what is it now? But I mean, that's I mean, if they're going off, you know, their drag mothers. If this is what they've learned and now it's being you know passed down, you know, yeah, I get that. But then, I mean, it's I mean, it's different. I mean, I mean, not to say that God may, yeah. couldn't talk about having sex i'm just saying right. like it just says it's not it doesn't seem like that's top of mind like right that's just not what he's doing because i mean th- what this show has opened my eyes to is that there are so many different kind of stuff there's you know the comedy queens yeah there you know who you know do stand up and who do you know who can host a show and and you know take and you know speak and and are eloquent and can, you know, move a show along and move something along. And then there's pageant queens who it's like a, a thing, like a big deal to do pageants. And I, you know, I don't know if there is a question and answer, like a, I've never been to a drag pageant, but you know, what is expected of them in that kind of, I mean, you know, it's situation. a pageant. It's m- yeah. not much more than being a pageant contestant. I mean, and that's what I think, that's what bothers me sometimes is when they try to like use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a pageant girl. It's like, well, that's fine, but you're on a show now where you have cameras rolling and you're going to have to like talk and, yeah. like, do and, that's and like the, be creative. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you're going to have to do like none of like, like we were saying, none of. The challenges at this point should be a surprise as to what you are expected, the very minimum of what you're expected to bring to it. So when they said, you know, they did an acting challenges with scripts and, you know, it was um, Denali, is that her name? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I've never done anything in acting with a script before. And I'm like, never? (laughs) Because... And I'm not saying that she had to do theater and Romeo and June, Shakespeare, whatever, whatever. But even in class, 
you've read a play and I'm sure right. you've read it out loud or you've read something, you know, like you would understand being a performer, you would understand the, the mechanics that go into acting, you right. know, these people that are like, I don't know how to act. I'm like, but you do it. You put on drag and you act because it does something, you know, you put on a costume and it does something to, you know, to, it's, you're almost a different person, yeah. you know, because if you saw somebody out of drag, just walking down the street, you're like, you know, be that person. But they're like, I'm not that, you know, I'm not performing right now. I'm just normal, you know? Yeah. But it no, does, I, you know, but they don't understand. I mean, and that's, but I mean, most people, right. I mean, we, I mean, we're people that like to perform. And so mm -hmm. I think we take that for granted, but right. But it but is like silly sewing, to go on it, yeah. and it's it's yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Here's the deal: if I'm going to go on RuPaul's Drag Quake, Drag Race, I can talk. Drag Quake, Drag Quake. <laughs> if I can go uh, broad, um, <laughs> if I'm going to go on Drag Race, I'm going to take a couple sewing classes. Yeah, I am going to maybe take an improv class. Um, I am right. going to like. Do, I mean, I'm going to prepare, and I don't understand right. why that's such a. Seems to be such a foreign concept, but again, we're dealing with younger people than we are. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of these people are in their like twenties. Although we do have one of the oldest queens this season who's older than us, right. who's got, I know. who's in the late fifties, right? Which right? is fifties uh, or forties? Maybe forties or like. But he said his youngest son's like thirty. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, so he must be in his in his fifties. But I mean. I mean, at that, that point, you should be <laughs> seasoned for anything. Right. You know, you've been doing it for how long? You should be ready for anything that they. But he didn't. He really didn't know who. Like, I mean, he knows who Cher is, but like the impression. And I'm like, anybody can do a Cher. Like, I don't know. And I am taking it for granted. I am thinking, you know, and maybe it is, you know. What you're expected in gay culture, you should know Betty Davis. You should know a share impression or have done one at some point in your gay life. Should have done a share impression. But he's a black, um, he's mm -hmm. a black drag queen from the south. Yeah, like I'm not saying he doesn't know who Cher is, but I'm not going to expect him to right. like obsess over her. And like, yeah. and Ross Matthews is like going crazy trying to give him <laughs> direction right. it's like... i know but he was like well who do you like and you know it was not share no and then <laughs> they have these like gay like like their head gay head explosions like they don't know share or they can't do a betty davis line right, right. it's like you guys are just setting yourself up for failure yeah i'm like you're yeah um well, and well, because then the other, on the other hand, they were trying to do a line read from a top model of Tyra Banks. Oh God, yeah. But I mean, even that is a very dated, dated reference. Like that season was like mid, you know, and early two thousands. And you know that around the writers' table, writing these sketches for this show, some queen is so proud of himself. Mm -hmm. For me, like, oh, and then we'll do like, and I'll say, I, I was rooting for you, get it, because she's a tree, da 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 da. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's gonna get it and laugh. And you're right, like, I I got it, right? Because I have a brain that remembers everything, yeah. but it's not something I hear often. And yeah. then, I mean, it's trying to give direction. 
on on delivery as well too like right i remember i mean in my small capacity as a director doing charity shows but like right. even that like there were lines i wanted delivered right a particular way and like sometimes people just don't hear it right you know what i mean like he was trying to say i was rooting for you and he kept, I, was, yeah. I was rooting for us he kept saying i was rooting for yeah. us and it's like no yeah. i'm rooting for us but they don't yeah. hear it right they don't and that's like the worst thing you can ever do for serious actors is give a line reading but in that situation that's all you can do because there's not enough time to be like what is the motivation for this character you know they're just there to say funny lines yeah. and not really dive deep into a motivation or like you know go into the why would my character say that? it was a line reading and it it's you know it should have been but i mean it's it's you know, because we're an audience and we can critique and we can be like, ah, oh, if oh, I, yeah. you know, if I, I was know. there, I would, you know, it is one of those situations that I, if I was there, because it is because, you know, what I probably see myself having, you know, a problem with is because you are on TV and anything that you do on that show will be scrutinized, will yeah. be made fun of, probably not in the purpose that you had wanted, but it will be immortalized, you know? So mm -hmm. there is that kind of wall up that's like, I don't want to look stupid <laughs> in front of audiences. I'm, you know, they're trying to make me do these crazy things and I don't want to, you know, that's, you know, and there are the queens that are like, that get it, that are like, I am going to do the craziest, silliest thing. And I don't care because I get it. But then they're, you know, the ones that are like, I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to be made fun of. I don't want to, I don't want to be big and then have someone tell me that it's wrong, even though in acting that's what you do you go yeah. big and then they say you know what take it down it'll be perfect yeah but i you know like denali who's never done acting probably does not have that kind of idea implanted into her you know into her head no and i mean that like you said i mean that's you're getting into deep deep motivations you're not gonna have to like get them to understand what the motivation of the talking tree right is. right um, which i'm sorry but when she came out with the boobs i was like yes <laughs> she was in green <laughs> it still makes me giggle she was in the green suit but with the boobs and it was like why not everyone else was in drag she's yeah. like i want to be in drag too i don't want to be man body and in a green suit you know <laughs> There was not, I mean, it's hard because it was only her face. So there was not a lot you can do except give that correct line rating. But like, what else? I mean, that's when you really have to put on your acting pants and just go for it. You know, yeah. everyone else had the you know they could use their bodies and they could do dance around and be crazy and have wigs and make and she was the face of a tree and so <laughs> you know like i don't you know it's that would be extremely difficult to be like okay where all you have is your lines and to be you know give that one line reading but it's like was she supposed to make goofy faces like it's you know 
it's yeah it's it's hard and it's it's it you know the show is not perfect and people right. are not always going home based on who did the actual worst or actual best right and, right but i mean that's reality shows and um yeah this has been a a big a, probably my favorite reality show of all time um, yeah hands down. i like i like reality shows that people are using a craft yeah competition shows it's a competition i don't like people just being gross yeah (laughs) you know just yelling at each other and being disgusting and being you know filthy rich and just being horrible people i I don't that's not my jam no take my gay card i don't like it but (laughs) when people use a craft like dance or like I was really into Project Runway because it's interesting because people are using knowledge and you're seeing something, you know, and learning about uh, learning about the craft, which you know I think I enjoy. And you think you know maybe I could, you know, they mm-hmm. make it look. Sometimes they make it look really easy, and you're like, you know, because I watch all those. Give her another dollar. I watch all those Trixie, <laughs> you know, <laughs> tutorials where she puts, and I think I've seen so many that I'm like, maybe I could, maybe I could do that. I could, I could do a Trixie fight, you know, but. You should try. Not. No. Oh God, it would be a mess. It would look crazy. I also like, <laughs> bonus, I also like when she watches her old videos and reacts Oh, to yes. Them. Yes. She's not afraid of just looking, you know. Oh humiliating yourself and i love that i love uh somebody who's very self-aware yes you know she's like yeah and she's i mean they're using you know she gets a lot of gigs oh yeah working with netflix you know hosting those streamy awards like she's 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 a big thing big star she is um (laughs) i love trixie but uh yeah, I like I liked the craft. I like learning about and watching people use what they have been working for, you know. Yeah, and I like to see I like, the, I like Yeah, like baking shows. I yeah. like, you know, the people, you know, have been, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I, I think, I mean, we, yeah, we, we got a good, uh, nice little review of our, yeah. of our love for Drag Race. I know there's always... So much more that we want to say, and I'm um, so many and, drag queens we didn't talk about. Well, especially, I mean, if you want to talk, you know, these other countries that are now I know, UK, UK drag race, Canada drag race, they're going to do Australia drag race soon. Like, it's interesting. They did Thailand, didn't watch... right? Yeah, they did Thailand and uh, Netherlands, right? There's another one? Just... Yeah, I think they just did a Netherlands one. Because um, you didn't watch Canada, yeah? No, I did not. It was interesting. Yeah. I tried and I watched like a couple things on YouTube and I just, you know, I love Canada. <laughs> um, I really do. I've got relatives there. I love Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I love Vancouver. But there's, they are different. But their sense it's of humor different, is different. Yeah, it's a different, and their style is yeah, the very, style's different. very different. I just couldn't get into it. It was very interesting. Um, a lot of just like bare chests with like pasties, hmm. not a lot of boobs, not a lot of hips, not a lot of any of that. It was a lot of boy. So it's a different style. Yeah. It's a different kind of vibe. And I feel like the British one are still 
I mean, they have got a different humor. Another, I love the UK you know, one though. Bag of chips. I love bag, bag of chips. chips. And so I love the Vivian, but I love the chips. Vivian too. Both of them together were hysterical. Just yes. so fun. I mean, it was. I mean, a different style, which I love because you know, it really. You're like, oh, okay, this is all. But you can't judge it in the same criteria as you know what we know. So it's different, and you're like, ah, I get it. <laughs> We're like that. That tiger one or the cat one kitty cat or what was the the straight the straight one who had a girlfriend oh who was like a a cat yeah that was like almost borderline like furry like you guys are i don't know if this is drag this is like a kink yeah yeah. i've got a girlfriend Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know that's when you're like Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Oh, there's always good. Or the one that had like that kept the hairy chest, and I was like, well, sometimes. I and guess. he was from Canada, but you, yeah. he was in doing the UK one. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, this has been a wonderful trip. Down we didn't even talk about. <laughs> The snatch game. <laughs> I know, I know. But what are you we're talking at... about? Just like not a man. Talk about acting. Like if you're not prepared for snatch game, there's no excuse. There is no, no excuse. No. And you that's need to another have a, you need thing. To have a person or two picked out, practiced. But you have to get the theory of the snatch game, which right. is you're pl- you're impersonating somebody, but you're doing a caricature of that person you're not doing a straight in, like imitation right oh i could go for hours talking about snatch game <laughs> because that is one where i'm like would i if i was in that situation would i would i get it or would i be would i blank like would i get up there and be like i'm so prepared i know what i'm doing and then all of a sudden it's just like i uh, 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 you know because it is an improv it is people working bouncing off each other and the people that get that get that, and then there are people that are don't understand improv and have I nothing. Think, I think as long as you as long as you were prepared and ready, I, I just mm-hmm. think about when we did. You know, listeners would love to know, but we did a game show together, Sean and I. And mm-hmm. remember when we were taping that show? I remember feeling an energy of just you. You just have to go and do this now. Like, and it'll be over when it's over. Right. But you, we just like, it was that whole filming of our show was a blur to me because it was just so fast and it was it, moving. It was just crazy. So it I think was it's so fast and people in your face and you're like, I don't know what's going on. There's an audience. You're yelling. I just, yeah. We'll talk about that on a different podcast. Yeah. That's a whole podcast. We'll talk about being on Celebrity Name Game. Right. But, but yeah, but I think that's. That's how you have to do it with, with match game. Is that once that starts, snatch. like you got snatch game. I'm all over it's the dirty. Place. Get it? It's the dirty reference. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there are people that get it. The one that I always go to, and it's not even. It wasn't even like a most famous one, but I always think of Ginger Minge playing Adele, mm-hmm. and the way she did it is like how you do it because she looked like Adele. But she took the idea of Adele and made her very like, oh, you know, yeah. and she was like drinking her wine, ah, yeah, you know, she made her, and that's not Adele, that's the idea, but she, you know. But it's funny like, to think of Adele as yeah. 
you know who she really is being like right. a cockney like <laughs> like old right. like rough british person yeah she wasn't doing like oh, i'm adele and oh yeah. you know doing the singing it's it's not taking the obvious and then making you know she's just drinking a wine smoking hey y'all you you know being very which, it's like yeah, when like, um fred armerson and um bill Hader do <laughs> the queen and <laughs> prince philip on saturday night live <laughs> have you seen that no oh yeah you gotta see that when they meet uh kate for the first time and when william leaves the room they're like their accents change and oh. they're like oh yeah yeah you want to get it you want all the stuff right it's a, you gotta watch it right okay <laughs> homework <laughs> homework <laughs> all right sorry all right no you gotta, no you gotta, you gotta so stop much. me because i'll just keep going i know there's so much there's so much to talk about but yeah, I mean, I sure, we'll talk about it more. I mean, these pods are just kind of getting us intro to all the things we love. And right. I think these are all just touching on things I'm sure we'll constantly talk about on The Reference. <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't have to be the end. You can say something, too. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time, Sean. <laughs>